1: goes. Motto
3: of the show, let your Greek flag fly.
1: Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts,
0: Kathy,
1: Kane and Tommy. Hey, Tommy, how are you today? Good. How are you, Kathy? I'm okay. I had a crazy day. What and
3: happened?
1: I'll tell you in a second, but I wanted to. Aren't you curious of who we have on the call?
3: I am a little, yes. I,
1: I haven't even told you anything. I feel like I tell other people more. You just show up. And I think it's better that way. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I
3: just show up.
1: Yeah. Do my I, uh, thing and leave. Exactly. I posted an ad on Craigslist San Francisco. A couple ads. In the same, you know, typical places. Casual encounters. Romance. Women for men. That kind of shit. And um, I got a lot of responses. I've done it in another From other From San cities. Francisco? Totally. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. as good as New York. Um, and I had a guy that I was obsessed with. Seriously, and he didn't want to call in. And um, his pro- he's not calling in. He um, he has this issue where his ween, his dick, his cock—I don't know what word you want to use. Sure, more. I like ween. Ween. We yeah, because it's not sexual. I like cock if it's like sexual. Ween if junk? It's not. What junk. Junk, junk? is junk like junk in the trunk.
3: No, like my junk.
1: Okay, well, his junk. This was his problem. <laughs> his junk. Okay, and supposedly he was like a prominent dude in San Francisco... Um, so he couldn't call in because people would know his voice.
3: Did you tell him the show was called Strictly Anonymous? Yeah.
1: And I even begged him because he was so good and his story was so interesting to me. I was like, I could use, you know, I really don't want to get him on to make fun of him. Like, this is the stuff that's interesting to me. I was like, we'll put an effect on your voice. I could totally do that on GarageBand. I could affect people's voices okay. so they, they sound like, you know, on day. Like they had like a, that. a
3: tracheotomy yeah, or something? It's awesome. Yeah. Right. So
1: it could really be even that anonymous. But he wasn't into it. This was his... um email uh the subject line said no fishing which was hilarious once you hear his problem it's like i have a, ragu- a rather unusual problem that i'm sure is pretty rare but surely some other guys out there have had to deal with it i'm unusually long and when i sit on most toilets i'm in the water if i go inside and i tend to dribble a little on the floor if i go outside i solve i mean i guess if his ween is stuck between his legs or not okay right I guess I solve the problem at home by adjusting the float in my toilet to lower the water level and I don't worry much about it in public restrooms but I hate to deal with that at friend's houses especially if they have carpet in the bathroom I've tried catching it with toilet paper and this works sometimes but just as often the steam the stream will go off to the side a little bit and I make a mess any suggestions. <laughs> Now, I mean, maybe you don't think this problem? is fascinating. His dick is too long. That so when what's he the problem? Down, he gets wet and he makes a mess. Maybe he's OCD. I don't know. Uh, to me, there was no problem. I just wanted to see this long ass week. <laughs> you wanted to see his
3: dick. I tried to get pictures of
1: it. <laughs> and he and he wound up trying to hit on I me. Mean, we have like an email exchange, like 15 of them back and forth. And Maybe I'll post it on Facebook because it's like fascinating <laughs> this stuff. You know. I was doing it all, just so you know, for the podcast.
3: Yeah, sure.
1: No, I swear to God. And when was the
3: last email? When or if you're going to be in the New York metropolitan area?
1: No, he got mad at me because he was complaining. Like, I knew his angle, okay? I'm like a chess player when it comes to God. Like, I could play the fucking game. I could see his moves five (laughs) things away, okay? This guy was angling me to get me interested in him because he was, like, complaining about how huge his cock was, okay? Like, he's thinking like you know i'm gonna be turned on by that and i'm gonna try and like hook up with him because of it so he's whining in like five emails he's whining about how big it is and all these women give him such a problem and And people just come to see him and nobody likes him for him it's like you know a guy with too much money but this guy's dick is too big and and he also
3: told you he's like some somebody special right yeah so that's part of the psycho like the this um the psych out right my dick is too big and it's a problem and I can't call you because I'm a famous person yeah yeah
1: there's all these things he's trying to like you know so then eventually he says like you kind of I could tell you're a woman just by your emails and like I'm curious you know and so he starts to talk to me but I keep it very professional because I'm not interested in like beating somebody in and trying to I wasn't gonna I could have totally played the game (laughs) and pretended I was into him and to get the dick pic but I don't work that way you know because that would be rude and I was just wanted it for the show and wanted to do it on the up and up and I was like hey listen dude would you send a picture of big ween like it would be great for the show because he wanted me to read that email on and he got really mad at me we had our first fight it's like we're dating ready. We had our first fight and then I dumped him because he emailed me back and then I never emailed him again. Fucking, so we've gone through the whole cycle. dick pic guys.
3: Dick pic guys. They no, suck. No,
1: I, I like <laughs> dick pic guys. I don't really care. I can't wait to have one on, but... We had our first argument. He got very upset with me. He's like, I've sent so many emails. I'm so disappointed in you. I told you so many times that women just want me for my big ween, and now you're asking me for it. Like, I can't believe that you had the nerve. And so then I cleaned it up. I was very good at cleaning him up, and then he was back interested in me, and then I blew him off. nice. Yeah, because, like, you know.
3: Lead him in, and then you stake him. Yeah, like,
1: you're not going to dump me, Yeah, I'm going to
3: dump you first.
1: Yeah, exactly, especially if I can't get a pick of the ween like what's the point <laughs> of the issue people are going to want to know how long is so long that you touch the toilet
3: that's long I mean, is adjusting the water flow. How far your is
1: your wean away from the water? If you sit down on the toilet, because I'm assuming like when you shit, this is only sh- this is a shitting problem, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't have one. So when you're shitting, do your feet, feet together or apart? And is, does your dick go down or does it go up on your legs?
3: It depends. I mean, if it's the morning and you wake up with a heart on, maybe well, you're not really touching water. You're touching the inside of the bowl. That's what I have the problem with.
1: Ew! Your dick touches the inside of the bowl.
3: Yeah, like if you if you wake up with like morning wood,
1: uh huh, you know, and you, you know that, have to shit,
3: and you have to use yeah, if you have to sit down because this
1: is the only when you're only sitting down to do go you have to number
3: to, two. Right, right? I'm trying to like show it to you. Yeah, you have to sit and then lean back and kind of like leverage it in. <laughs>
1: Because it's hard. Because it's just hard. Clo- wait, wait. Can't you just close your legs and keep it up above your legs?
3: No, because when you go number uh-huh. two, you have to praise you like, yourself. Little, you always get a little <laughs> sprinkle.
1: What, what do you mean? You always pee too. You're oh oh shit! See, I as a woman would never know this, and I feel like most people listening are guys, and they find this really boring. But this is—I could talk about this for twenty minutes. Yeah, no, your six, ass says right, to your dick like, "Hey, listen, we're both time.
3: here. Let's <laughs> get this over with."
1: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, okay. So you just—it touches, but never does it. I'm a, I'm assuming it's flaccid when this is happening, so it's really long. Yeah. So if he's
3: loose, if he's soft, and it's hitting water, yeah, that's that's some big shit.
1: Yeah, I had a guy once. My friend knew that I was into big weens, and she's like, oh, I'm going to introduce you to my my ex-boyfriend. He's hung like a horse." And I just thought, okay, like a typical big one, you know? This thing was like a baby's arm. Nice. And I swear to God. I was looking at it like a science project, and he was like, listen, if you keep talking about it, it's not going to get any harder. And I was like, this is not as hard as it get. Like, I've never seen any. It wasn't even like a... It wasn't even like, like a, a deformity. It, w- it was like an arm. It had no head. It was so wide. It was the weirdest thing. And he was married. I can't say who he was married to. He was married to a very famous actress for many years. And whenever I see her on anything, I'm always like, how does that bitch walk properly? Because I know for a fact she fucked him and she fucked that. And I don't know how anyone does that. Because it was literally like the size did of you, your arm. Did you bang him? No, I didn't even do anything with him. He was so dumb. I couldn't get past. No, this is the worst thing about him. He was gorgeous. He kind of looked like Tommy Lee. He was very, very good looking. He was a one time a Ford model. He was married to this famous actress for many years. But I was, I was with him when it was like a washed up. It's like and, charades.
3: You're naming everything about him.
1: I can't say. I don't want to say because that then you would not be able to put the pieces together. And he lives but at he, this address. No, and, and he was um, really stupid. Like so dumb. But this was the worst thing. If you're dumb and you don't have a lot of opinions and you don't know anything about politics or anything worldly, that's fine. But if you're dumb and you want to talk about politics for two hours with me, I can't even listen. It was so stupid. like His views, points, and stuff, it was so... It was so hard to even drunk. This is when I was drinking. I was not. I bet you
3: could have been like, all right, I'll listen to you what you have to say, but you have to talk with your pants off.
1: No, I wanted to talk (laughs) about the size of his dick. Like I was I was perplexed, just like I want. I was more curious about it than turned on. Mm. And he wasn't into my curiosity. I think that was like a buzzkill and probably a cock block. And that was fine with me. He was too dumb. Um, But anyway, the guy that we have calling in today, we're going to call him John um that's what he wants to be called I found him in New York he's a New York guy and he's calling in about uh his wife Stephanie now John I know for a fact is 55 and Stephanie is younger than him I don't know how much younger than him um what he wrote to me is I'm in my early 50s married this is my second marriage and I married a younger woman who had a very promiscuous past unlike me I love hearing her stories, which she used to enjoy, but not anymore. And now I'm dying to see her have sex with another man. But nice. she isn't into it. Yeah, so this guy is a guy that married a much younger girl who's like totally, I guess, slutty in her past and would tell him all these kind of crazy stories. Now he wants her to be slutty, which is very odd to me because it's very rare that you find men that want to do this I kind of stuff with their wife. I
3: couldn't. I don't know. There's something in me with, you know, with my wife or somebody who I was dating.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I, I don't know. I just didn't no. want to see them being banged by somebody else.
1: No, or not even, at all. Did even you...
3: thinking about them that's what I mean
1: right so I I and I know women like my friend once dated this girl who loved to do that it was like her idea not the you know um, in front of her boyfriends or whatever and to me it's like torturous but it's very that's a very weird thing that's why I can't wait to pick his brain I find it fascinating especially because it's his wife I feel like a lot of guys even if they want to do something like that they separate it you know it's that Madonna whore thing if they want to see a girl fucking they're gonna do it with some bitch they pick up at a bar not their wife
3: no absolutely not
1: I had a guy uh he's in my book he's chapter he's a couple chapters cuz he comes in and out of my life and he was a blazing alcoholic by the time i actually got to date him and there were a couple times, like three times, and this is the only guy. And I slept with a lot of guys in my life because I've basically mostly been single. And uh, he, that three different times, while we were having sex, his friends came in and tried to join in. And even in my drunkenness, because this is what I was drinking when I was with him, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" I wasn't into it. Wow. Never did two guys. I wasn't into it at all. Um, but apparently, his friends were. And these were all different friends. And I'm like, "What kind of scumbag?" Like, I don't. Of all the guys I ever been with, I never had that sort of situation. And he was just like, Kathy. they're just trying to see if you, you know, you would be into it. It was like, not, I wasn't into it at all.
3: They were fishing. They were what? They were fishing.
1: Did you ever do a girl with another guy?
3: No, I never did, um, a girl with another guy. No, I was in the room mm-hmm. where other people were having sex as well. Like, like an orgy,
1: yeah, well, anyone that drink drinks has been taking part in an orgy in New York. I mean, like, you yeah. know, just everyone winds never, up back at a house and every, people if, are fooling around.
3: If your question is if I ever cross swords, no, I never cross swords.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that what they call it? That's what they call it. Crossing swords? Crossing swords. So like double team or double yeah, like tag? You're, you're, what is it? DP, DP, double, double penetration. penetration yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you never did?
3: No, a couple of my, you know, a lot of my buddies always had double teamed girls and the rule is just... Don't cross swords.
1: Right, right. I think a lot of guys might not be into it because they think it's like a gay thing. But I could imagine that totally heterosexual guys would do it and be into it for other reasons. I don't think it means that you're gay. No. You know. No. Just because do, do straight guys not even want to see another sword?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Am I I don't. I don't know. I just not. And I mean, different strokes, different folks. It's not something I would be into
1: really can i just talk about something else while we're waiting for him to call cuz I, I no i have a bone <laughs> to pick well not with you it's really not your fault i have bad grammar okay as smart as i am i have my iq was tested when i was younger It's 140 so it's i'm i am you're smart. genius yeah, but the weird thing is I have two things to critique about myself because I listen to the podcast all the time. Okay. I just want you to know, like, to- everyone should know that Tommy never listens to them because he's very self-conscious. And I don't want know to
3: know anything.
1: Okay. I'm just going to keep going, You're shooting just from there. Right. Love me
3: or leave me. Whatever you, you got to do.
1: Right. I listen to them all the time because I have to mix them down and do everything. And uh, sometimes I do come across as sounding conceited. And I don't ever would think that that's a word to use for you. Me. No, it's like embarrassing. Like I went off on the, I the one where I was talking about that. I went to the gym and all the guys want me and I look so great. It's like, I was like embarrassed for Wait, myself. Hold on. <laughs> no, I've never been. I've, <sighs> what are you trying to say? I've never been called conceited. I've called, I know what I am and I've been called a lot of things. And listen, if you're called a lot of things in your life, you start to realize, okay, I'm 50. 50 people called me the same thing. I probably am that. I've never been called conceited.
3: So who's this number 49?
1: <laughs> no one closest. called it to me. I'm calling myself. You're no not, one said you're it to me. You're not conceited.
3: I mean, but you do Blow you know? Me horn. No, I mean confident?
1: You're no, confident. But I'll I, say you that. know what it was with the gym thing? I, I, it came across Like I look so great At the gym And other girls don't. And it's only Because I don't sweat If I did aerobics Like the other girls I would look like shit too And be horrified Yeah but
3: it's kind of hot When you see a chick Coming out sweating
1: I know I don't do that Anyway That really wasn't What I wanted to talk about What I really wanted To rank on myself for Was the fact that I, And you didn't catch this And this is why I, I'm mad at you Okay shoot Okay because you should be Like the grammar police here okay. Because my grammar sucks okay. I never listened in school I was thrown out Of three high schools That's another story We'll talk about that One other day But <laughs> But, <laughs> um, you know, uh, I say lozenger and I said lozenger like five times on a call that my friend, <laughs> one of my best friends, he's very viciously smart and he's very into grammar. OK, okay, he is the grammar police. Now and I'm like he was flipping out on me I that I was it. saying lozenger. I said it 10 times and you didn't say it. And I learned that from my mother.
3: What are you supposed to say? Y-
1: you want to know? Yeah. you're gonna, uh, Maybe it's a Jersey thing because me and Tommy are both from Jersey. You say yeah. lozenger too? I say lozenger. Yeah. It's, not, it's a fucking lozenge.
3: <laughs> I say lozenger. And yeah, you know well, what? I'm going to have to say Screw them. It's Lozenger.
1: Okay. Well, I really wanted to, you know, whenever I have a a debate in my head or I don't know something or I want to figure something out, you know me, I Google. So I went to Google before I emailed, I've texted him back because he was trashing me on the text with Lozenger. And at first I called my sister to be like, do I say lozenger right? She's like, oh, we learned that from mom. Like, you know, apparently my mom doesn't even know the right word and that's how I got taught. So I went on line and I googled lozenger or lozenge and I found this guy <laughs> who wrote this. Lozenger, what the fuck? Even though it's always written lozenge, it seems like half the people pronounce it lozenger. I've been hearing this for years. Just the other day I was listening to Faith Hill Unplugged while introducing a song in concert. She had a sore throat and said, I'm sucking on my lozenger. <laughs> Why just this word? There aren't any other words that get a ghost R added on the end, are there? <laughs> so apparently, other people are irritated by people that say lozenger. By the way, Faith Hill thinks it's called a lozenger. So I don't know if you want to Google it. Does she grow up in New Jersey? Is it a Jersey no, thing? No, Faith Hill is like a country singer, right? I know. So I don't know. So it's, but it's wrong. It's very wrong, by the way. So me, you, and Faith Hill. Don't know the proper. It's lozenge. I think that sounds like a dumb word. I think it sounds
3: stupid that way.
1: It's a lozenge. Do you want to
3: go with lozenge? Mm. I'm gonna stick with lozenge.
1: I'm sticking with lozenge. I never say the word. You're gonna teach your son lozenges. Yeah. Like when you give him a ludens. What was those things called? Those cops ludens. (gasps) Remember the honey ones ones that you could eat like candy? Stop. Honey ones were the disgusting. It was the strawberry ones.
3: No, I couldn't have red as a kid. Why? I was. I was allergic to red food dye. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Seriously?
3: Out of all the oh my god, shitty like you allergies have... to have, yeah. being allergic to red dye number five or forty or whatever it was mm-hmm. was pretty fucking bad.
1: the website and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, terrible. And you
3: know how we found out? Huh? Uh, you you know when some you're, red Hots. No, you know when you were like real little and you had uh, like a cold, they gave you amoxicillin. Yeah,
1: uh-huh.
3: And the bubblegum flavor, they don't make it anymore. Remember, it was like bubblegum liquid. No, but okay. Okay, well, it was like a pink. uh uh-huh. And they yeah. gave it to me.
1: Okay, but... yeah,
3: they gave it to me. And I broke out in hives and everything. So they thought I was allergic allergic to to penicillin. penicillin. Because
1: I am, and that's what I get. That's what I was going to say.
3: Exactly. So anyway, they gave me the Uh non-penicillin fixer, Uh which was a pill, and it didn't have the red dye, and it Mm -hmm. was fine. Mm -hmm. Fast forward through the winter. Mm -hmm. um, It was summertime, well, spring, whatever. My cousin's house, we came in. My aunt made us two huge glasses of Hawaiian Punch. Uh Uh-huh. Boom. I was like, I don't feel so good. And (laughs) I had like golf balls all over my head and my face. Yeah. But
1: you eventually worked out of that?
3: So now if I have a little, I'm okay. But if I ate like a handful of maraschino cherries, I would get hives. Nothing where my throat closes up, just Mm -hmm. hives. Interesting. You know how much fucking candy as a kid is made out of red dye? (laughs) number (laughs) five?
1: Yeah, totally. You can't even eat Twizzlers. I like Twizzlers. They were very red.
3: That's why I became a black licorice fan. I like black licorice too. There's
1: one at the health food store that's gluten free, wheat free, like everything free, and it's amazing. And it's really good for iron. The other thing I wanted to tell you about Tommy, I hate that you don't listen to the podcast because I finally got our intro. I mean, by the time people hear this, this is going to be our seventh week, and like our intro is already on there. Mm. But I got it done, and it sounds really great. And uh, they talk about Tommy as the uh, host, and I just feel like if you ever quit or I have to fire you. Every one of my hosts (laughs) in the future are going to have to be called Tommy because you are now time stamped into the intro. So no throwing a tantrum and saying, I'm going to leave if you yell at me because I'm late. Like we can't have that because you are now in my intro or else I'm going to have to hire another guy and it doesn't matter what his name is. He's going to have to be called (laughs) Tommy. Like Listen,
3: I don't care. Your name's Bill. It's Tommy.
1: It has to be Tommy because I had the guy do it and now it's in there. Kathy and Tommy. I I
3: think we've worked out our problems. Yeah.
1: You're committed. You know what commitment is, right? You have a partner at work, right? Yeah. Exactly. And you can't fucking stand him. That's
3: a different series of shows.
1: No, but I mean, you can't. I don't care about the specifics, but the point is you can't stand him. Right. And you deal with a lot of problems. I have partners in certain things and I can't stand them sometimes. And you deal with positive and negative. But that's called. Commitment, right? That's what you do because you have to put up with it to do what you want. So here, no matter what happens we're between in. us, we're in.
3: We're in. We're in it to win it.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll be right back with what's his name again, John. John, John, John and his and wife Stephanie. is Stephanie. Stephanie. We don't know how old she is. He's fifty-five. He wants to see her screw another guy. And we got to uh, find out I'm what curious. type of guy. Oh yeah, I wouldn't even think that. I'm curious of. I'm curious of a lot of things. So is uh, he a
3: white guy? And he wants to see his wife with a an African American guy, or is he an African American guy? Wants to see his wife with a Chinese guy. We gotta ask these questions.
1: I know we will. Well you remember your questions and I'll have my questions and we'll be right back with John talking about quote unquote Stephanie. Nice. Okay. Do you have
0: a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone?
2: It is, Kathy. This is John. How are you?
1: Good. How are you doing, John? You're on with me and my co-host, Tommy. Hi, John. How are you doing?
3: Thank you for being so
1: punctual.
2: (laughs) It was close. I was actually finishing up a meeting, and I made it to my room in a phone with about 30 seconds to spare, so I'm glad I'm not late.
1: Perfect. So um, I read, Tommy, your email, and of course we have a bunch of questions for you because um, I know you're 55, and you said that your wife, Stephanie's your wife, Right.
2: That is correct.
1: And she's your second wife, and you said she's younger than you. How old is she?
2: She's 39.
1: She's 39. And when you say she had a promiscuous past, what does that mean? Like, was she, like, really promiscuous, like she was an escort or something like that, or she just, like, slept around and told you her crazy stories?
2: Uh, More the latter. She did actually consider being an escort at one point. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. She... Join an agency. And, Tommy love. Uh, for some reason,
1: you can't see Tommy, but he just thought that that was like made her awesome. Yeah, she. Sorry. That was, that's great. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, she wanted to be an escort at one time. Keep going.
2: She got talked out of it by a couple of friends because um, of the seedy side of that whole thing. Um, her at that point she had broken up with a boy uh, with a boyfriend and she was sleeping with so many guys she just thought she might as well get paid for it
1: so. right but she doesn't understand that you got to sleep with like really ugly guys i had a friend who had a friend who was an escort and you know these guys were like gross and they had bad breath and it's not like you know i don't think it's like what it's cracked up to be
2: yeah anymore. she she thought it was you know she thought it'd be like she could pick and choose and it would just be like going out to a club and
1: going right to but just guy, getting then, yeah. paid for it yeah exactly um, okay, so you, so she was, so when you say promiscuous, what do you mean by that? Like, what were those stories that she used to tell you that you? Used to like well,
2: to- um, I'll, I'll sort of give you a, um, a couple of quick anecdotes. I mean, mm-hmm. at one point, um, she, her comment she made, she did kind of retract it later, but she said that she's sure she's been with hundreds of guys.
1: Right, wow <laughs> um, when she tried to when she tried to retract it, was she like, oh, it was only twenty five or did she like say it was only a hundred- like what did she go from hundreds to what a <laughs> hundred yeah, exactly, well,
2: I mean, she's told me story about probably forty or fifty stories, right, mm-hmm. and so she's sort of she she sort of said, well, those are them, right, and right, she kind of decided that she didn't want to really tell me stories anymore, and then she said because there aren't any anymore, but I actually don't believe her, but that's a whole other story.
1: There can't um, there's of course there's more. She just doesn't remember them. You know, those are the forty or fifty are probably just her greatest months.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she, um, I mean, long story short, it was kind of um, and you know, junior year of college to to about maybe you know thirty three, thirty five. It was a lot of years in there, and she just you know she
1: lived life. Was very she rock active. and rolled. She yoloed. Rocking and rolling. Yeah, <laughs> she was single most of those years.
2: Yeah, she had a couple of steady boyfriends for a couple of years in there. Although she did tell me certain stories where she had cheated on them,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, but she was she was kind of like a, you know um, again I won't get into too much detail. But she her, she didn't sleep with anybody until her first boyfriend in college. She dated him for two years. They had a lot of sex just them. And the moment they broke up, she like, slept with everybody.
4: Yeah, it went
3: oh. on like a jailbreak. That's what happens when you keep it pent up for so long.
1: Or he could have really hurt her bad, and then she like acted out. Maybe, I don't know, because that's a little weird.
2: Well, it's actually, and uh, the, the old breaking out, of, she was a came from a very religious family.
3: Jailbreak.
1: No, but jailbreak. my father was a priest, and I was so... Jailbreak. Prom- no, I, but I was promiscuous <laughs> from day one. I never jailbreaked. <laughs> I was just, you know, so that, (laughs) I mean, I think you could go either way with that kind of background.
2: She's a very, she's like one of these, she's a very extreme personality. So when I say she was religious, she was carrying around a Bible. I mean, she was. Oh, interesting. I wish Stephanie was on this call. (laughs) Yeah. She was in college telling, talking till two in the morning, telling people how to find God. I mean, it it was that, it was that extreme. And she was committed to never having sex until she got married. And that was, I'm never having sex until I get married. And then basically her mother told her she was crazy. Like, Come on, people have sex. And her boyfriend was trying to talk her into it, so she did it. And she loved and then, it. And then just like caught the bug, and it was a jailbreak with one person.
3: She opened right. the floodgates. But as
2: soon as that was over, it was like, it was you know, all bets are off.
1: You know? Right, she just commits like wholeheartedly to anything. So when she was a virgin, she was 100% a virgin. When she was into sex, she was really into sex. Yeah. Yep.
2: Right. that's exactly it. Yep.
1: Right, she's black and white. So
3: now where are you guys in your relationship? Like, how
1: long have you been married for? This is I need to know a little backstory. How long have you uh, guys been married but, for?
2: Almost five years.
1: And how long did you know her before you married her?
2: About five years. So yeah. we're, we're in the nine, ten year category kind of thing.
1: Right, okay. And so when you met her, were you still married or you met her when you were already divorced?
2: I was uh, separated just waiting for the time to run, so I get officially divorced.
1: Right, right. But you were already gone with. I your was wife. not
2: with my former wife
1: yes. And you guys dated for five years. Did the whole conversation about having her have sex, like sex with another guy, come up recently, or have you been trying to have this happen for a while?
2: <sighs> Great question. A um, couple years, probably maybe two and a half years, um, and it all came up. It's kind of weird the way it came up, but we were, you know, we were having sex, mm-hmm. and she. Um, Uh, she doesn't have an orgasm without a toy.
1: You mean she needs her clit stimulated? I
3: I dated somebody like that.
2: Yeah. And so she gave me the whole, again, she does everything to the extreme. So she had analyzed, studied it, researched it 400 ways to Sunday. Well, I like
1: Stephanie. I (laughs) <laughs> no, just believe me. A lot of a lot of that, I think, is great. Sometimes yeah. It,
2: it, you know, like when she calls me up and she thinks the aliens are landing tomorrow, it gets a little extreme. <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: little much. And then she's really into <laughs> aliens for the next five days. Yeah, I totally got her she, personality. She, Go on.
2: Yeah, what happened was she um, she asked me like, "Hey, had I been with women who you know, had vaginal orgasms, or whatever?" And I, my my ex did, and I, I've only been before her, you know, with maybe you know, five or six people. Mm-hmm. And, um, I said, yeah, I mean, pretty much all of them did, and I, I just was answering the question. Believe me, the sex with her was better than anybody, but right. it actually it, it it flipped her out. Like she was, oh my, you know, um, it must have been better with them, and she's doing on and on. So I tried to turn the conversation back to, hey, well, whoa, 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 sex with you is amazing. I said, and if you're not having an organ, what can I do to help? Like we'll work on this, right? And her answer was, I've been with a lot of guys, and I've been with a lot of really big dicks, so there's nothing you can do about it. And that was like the first time. I was like, whoa, okay. That's like a shot (laughs) across the bow. (laughs) And I was like, I didn't know she was trying to hurt me or be mean or whatever, but then it just sort of prompted me to go, you got to explain that.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: And over the next, I don't know, a few months, it just, I mean, she she had a friend over one night who hated all men. And she said, yeah, Joe, I've been with so many guys, and men are great. I don't know why you hate men. And I'm like, you know, now you're saying in front of people. So I kind of pushed and I got, you know, got more of the answer. And at first, I was a little bit like, wow, you know, this, I, I kind of, I, maybe I'm a little old fashioned. I used to think of, you know, your woman as as
1: sacred. Yeah, she know, wasn't a virgin until you, well, No, yeah, he obviously knew she wasn't. Thing, but... You knew she wasn't because you knew her for five years before yeah. you married her.
2: Well, it, it's like, um, how do I say, I mean, I don't really care what anyone does before they meet you. I mean, I, I, I believe, I agree with that, but it was, it, it became so much that it was like,
1: you mean so much of her past that she was talking about?
2: Oh, I just, and on and on, like, I mean, I mean she would just, in her early 20s, she was a dancer. I mean, she's a hip-hop dancer. She was a choreographer. She was in that world, and she would just, like, every night, she'd go to a club and pick up a different guy. I mean, it was...
3: Did she have her Bible with her?
2: No. Uh, no, she, she left the Bible <laughs> in college, and She she left that back.
4: Right. So,
1: yeah, but so she started to complain, or let you know that it, did she have vaginal orgasms with other guys and just not with you? Is that what she was trying to say?
2: No, no, she's never she's never oh, had never with orgasm anyone. with anybody with all the guys she's been with.
1: So why did she have to bring up that these other guys had such big dicks? Like I don't know really how get it. Well,
2: cuz I think I that might I asked her, well, can I do something or am I just not touching it? Can I, you know, right. can I, like, different positions and whatever to which She said, "No, that's not going to matter."
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And she just threw out the the the, the, the big dick comment, which kind of, you know, yeah, I'm a guy, right? So I'm taking a knife out of my back, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. But how does that turn into you wanting to see her get banged by another guy?
2: Well, it's, uh, you know, if you take then as I started getting the stories from her, mm-hmm. at first they were a lot of fun. Um, and she, you know, even she would tell the stories and we would have sex. It was actually, it was great. Totally. Was like a
1: turn on. Yeah. yeah. I get turned on by my ears. Yeah,
2: And I kind of went from like, oh, wow, my wife's been with a lot of guys to, well, I, you know, I had a toward you know, sexual relationship with her, which led up to marriage. I knew she was very sexual. That's one of the things I love about her, so just go with it, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and, and that's kind of what we did. Now, but what happened was kind of like, you know, 40 or 50 stories in – I'm like enjoying it and she's kind of like starting to get the point like eh, enough. You know, why the hell do you have to keep hearing about my stories? And I'm like, well, because we were doing this together and it's kind of fun, she, eh, I don't want to do it anymore.
1: She was bored of the story. I mean, how many how long did it take for 40 or 50 stories? I mean, were you guys telling stories for like a year or 2 years?
2: Probably about a year.
1: Okay, so she was done with the stories.
2: She was done yeah, she was done with the stories.
1: But you were not a-
2: And and I wasn't, but um it was Again, I think the it was the stories and the pictures of who, what she had done and who she'd been with and all the different types of guys and whatever that I found, you know, very erotic, which I think led me up to thinking about it, which has led me up to why don't I just have her do it, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Now, because and, you would get horny by that thought is what you're saying. And you figure, oh, of course. yeah. Right.
3: Would you do um, the the things that she would describe with each other? Like if she said, you know, this, you know, this guy and I did this and this and this, would you reenact that in bed?
2: Uh, yeah, we did. We did some of that. Yeah, and um, again, our sex life is great. I mean, we. I mean, sounds it awesome. Great. It's not, it's not as active <laughs> as it used to be, which is part of my problem. But I mean, I mean, I'll do anything, and she'll say, she, I just, it just, um, it was kind of like. I, 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 I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's like because remember, a lot of her experiences were one night stands, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you know, love connection, nice dinner, you know, go out on a yacht, moonlight, you know. Right. So it's not something sex. that
1: you feel sort of um, intimidated by because you have that. You have her that way. These, right?
2: Yeah, and like, and then she was. Listen, I was always very. I mean, I was like awkward in a club, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm. A, I'm like a business guy. I mean, if I can't, if you can't hear me talk. You know, I, I, it doesn't, I'm not like the guy you're going to chase. I'm not, I right. mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm decent looking, but I'm not like the Adonis on the dance floor, all the women want. So. Right, right, right. You're not like, you, you know, say, that
1: guy in the bar that's right. taking so that the girl's the gonna going to take home.
2: Yeah, and so she was in a club going, there's the hottest dancer, and then she would just go get him. Right. Um, there's a few <laughs> other things that kind of, um, i <sighs> say, bothered me. She, she, And she's still this way. She's very, she's very... Um, She's very full of herself. I mean, she's a beautiful woman. She's a dancer, a cheerleader, a model. Um, and she knows it. And she knows it, and she kind of, she's a tease a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you mean with other guys? With like other in guys. Front she's of out you? in
2: public, and she'll, uh-huh. like, you know, give them a look and, you know, you know, oops, the address went up kind of thing. And
1: um, Oh,
4: interesting. Very interesting.
2: <laughs> and she, um, it, it, like, she used to talk about, like, the losers in the clubs. And she wasn't nice to these people, you know? And, right. And I mean, all these things added together, I'm like, and by the way, she talked, and she also was very big on, oh, I love it rough, you yeah, know, that kind of stuff,
1: mm-hmm. right? And you guys so do like, it rough sometimes? Or you try to do it uh, that yeah, her? Sure. Mm-hmm. And
2: it, it, um, yeah, sure. Yeah, believe me, I love it rough, too. And it, right. It's, um, but all those things kind of has me like, you know, well, okay, you were with... A big black guy one day, and a Latin guy another day, and a Jewish guy another day, and what? It's like okay, well then let's just bring him in. You know, let that let guy, that that guy could be rough with you for an hour. Now, you know, ne- next weekend let another guy be rough with you. And just, you know, I, I tell you, I can't.
1: Yeah, uh, but let I me can't. ask you this, because I yeah. know that because like, there's one thing about like having a fantasy about something and sort of enacting it, or just thinking about it in your head and getting really turned on. But and then I think that there's another thing when you actually live it out. The reality in, of rea- it. in yeah. reality sometimes. Like, right after you come, you might be like, holy shit, what the fuck did I do? Like, you might not be... Like, have you thought that far into it? Like, like, do you really think if you saw your wife... Because this is what I was talking about with Tommy before we called you. What I, I mean, I know some guys that double-team girls or guys that were, you know, with a girl that they wanted to, to screw another guy and watch. But these would never, like girls they cared about. So I was kind of like, and now that talking to you, I could tell like you really care about this woman and you guys have a real, really, you know, that you're not looking to sh- like humiliator or anything. You you think it's going to be a turn on, but like, I don't know many guys that would want to see their wife with another man.
2: Boy, such a good question. And this is, yeah, I've wrestled with this a lot. And, um,
1: do you get nervous I, I, like, that maybe you might not be into it after? like or that well, um, it actually would really bother you?
2: Well, well, well actually we did, we did it once. Oh, oh. perfect. Should, I should have probably said that, uh, not on purpose though.
4: Well, well, we're getting our
1: answer. Instant well. gratification.
2: <laughs> well, what happened was we had a couple over, right? Mm-hmm. Um just friends of ours, we known them for a while. She was a, the, the she was really good friends with the wife. I didn't know the husband very well. Right. And they had dinner at our house whatever we were drinking and and they they started saying how they were swingers. Mhm. Which Florida, we had no idea and, Especially floored my wife because she's, you know, this other girl is very spiritual and whatever. And all of a sudden, it's like you guys are swingers. So, right. So they started talking about it. And they're saying, "Hey, you guys ever done it? If it's great. You should do it." And you know, we're like, "No, no, no." And she and my wife just Stephanie um, blurts out. She goes, "Oh, you'd love it." I go, "What do you mean I'd love it?" She goes, "Oh, he's been he's been asking me about my stories. He's been you know he's been wanting to see me with other guys." And so she just you know puts her laundry on the table right there.
1: Right, because this is the time for it she saw an opera she's an opportunist
2: she yeah. saw an opportunity
1: this is like the window was slightly open Jump yeah, in and,
2: and um and so I you know, basically for the next hour they were like talking us into it um and i, I, I for how like it went okay but it's like hey it's like hey why don't you just give the guy a hand job right and you said oh, that the, to I, her the, no the, the wife said to her the other wife said to her well, why don't you just give this guy a hand job.
1: Right. So your wife's gonna give another guy the other guy a hand job. Yeah, so
2: mm-hmm. um and she was bragging about like how big he was and all of that kind of stuff. So um and, like we went to the other room and, you know, it's so, like you know, he just dropped his pants, sat on the bed, she started rubbing him and then she just like did more. You know, she ended up giving him a blow job and then she got on top of him and then he got on top of her and it just kinda all
1: And you happened. were in the room? Yeah, I was in the room. Right, and the other wife was in the room, and so it other happened. Other wife, wife
2: was in the room. I didn't really do anything with the other. She ended up, um, you yeah, know, helping me out, but nothing, not, not really. I, I was just, I was the the voyeur, not the participant. And it was, it was. I thought it was great. I mean, I really enjoyed it.
1: And um, you were totally fine after.
2: I was totally fine after. Yeah. That's good. That's
1: good. good. Yeah, you know.
2: Well, the only the only thing that wasn't fine is you you heard the 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 dynamic, right? She she introduced it. I mean, and the whole thing. And afterwards, she was kind of like, "Well, I did that for you."
1: Well, no, because she said, and I believe this, that you've been you were you've been pushing her into this. You've been talking about it, so there she is. She kind of seems like she's the type, like you know, she's not going to shy away from it. Kind of like rebellion. Like if you're going to say do it, then if that's opportunities there, she's kind of going to be like, this is what you want. I'm going to give it to you. And yeah. I get yeah, that yeah, mentality.
2: Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it is. And it,
1: yeah. So um, you. So she did do it for you. That was the truth. She probably would have never done that if that situation came up. She probably, I would assume she'd be looking at you like, is this okay? Do you want, me?" you know, I, I think she already had your okay. Yeah, through, because you, all this time you've been trying to talking about it through and the stories asking her. And yeah. All that. Or yeah. asking her to do it. Right. So she knew she could do it and this is what you wanted. And I do believe she did it for you.
2: But, but this, there's one other thing. And I mm-hmm. think she, which is why I think it's not just, it isn't just me. It was right. Listen, I, I travel. Okay, mm-hmm. not not a lot, but you know, a couple days a week. And she is. I told you her personality. She's one of those. If I go away for a day and a half, she's like, I can't believe you left me. Right. right. And so as I travel for business, she started saying, "Hey, you know, maybe while you're away, I can get like a young boyfriend."
1: Let me ask you this: Are I you faithful to her him. when you go away?
2: Yeah. Well, I I go. No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't hear that. No.
1: Are you faithful to her when you go away? Oh,
2: yeah. I've yeah. I've, nev- I've um, I have never cheated on her. I think I, I'm sort of at that stage where I'm going to work it out with her or I'm going to leave her. I'm not going to cheat on her.
1: Right? right. So she knows for a fact that you're faithful, but she's asking you if maybe she could fool around. She was starting to ask you if she could fool around with guys when you're on vacation.
2: When I'm on business, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, on business, But it was—it was, yeah. it was, it was like—but she would say, "Okay, because I, you know, I'm I'm like lonely when you're away, and you, you know, well, you can help me pick the guy, and I'll tell you all about it, or he can tell you all about it, so you can kind of, you know, maybe we'll call you up and you can listen to us while we're having sex. I mean, that, that kind of—it never happened. Right. But we were having that kind of conversation, and and she started saying things like, "Oh, she can have her cake in eat too. She can have wild sex with a bunch of different guys, but stay married to me." and
1: Right, but you, know, have, you said in your email that she wasn't into it, but it sounds like she is into it.
2: Well, the more I think about it and the more I'm talking about it, I was thinking about it out loud with you. Yeah, I'm she... remembering that it's not just... Put it this way, Yeah, maybe I got triggered by these, que- these stories and got into it, but it wasn't like... I, was, I wasn't doing this by myself.
4: <laughs> right, know?
3: of
1: course not.
3: No, no, not at all. Yeah.
1: And you're, I mean, and you have somebody that's... It seems like she is into it. You know, she took that opportunity um to fool around with that other guy right in front of you so you're ready or that already happened so i feel like once you cross that line why wouldn't it be a big deal? It's kind of like you open that can of worms, right? And if she has this big sexual appetite and she wants to sleep around, she kind of has like what a lot of people would probably want in a marriage, like the best of both worlds, right? Like a, she has a real relationship. Yeah, she has a real re- like open relationship. Yeah. She has a real relationship with you and, you know, she gets all of her emotional needs and all that stuff from you. But then if she just wants to have sex and it's meaningless and but, it doesn't mean anything. But that's
3: only good if both parties are into it.
1: But he's wrote in that he's into. This no, is what but you're, are you into. I, I, I
3: understand that, but are you into also you like? Are you into the part of you maybe sleeping with other women?
1: No, he seems like a faithful guy. Do you want to sleep around?
2: I I, I listen. If I am going to sleep with somebody, I want to sleep with her. Yes, yeah, okay. so he's he's okay. not
1: he doesn't he's not into it. It's her. All yeah. right.
2: Um. Yeah, and and I guess the frustrating thing now is it's like we're all the way there, and then she's just like, eh, I don't, I don't want to do it.
1: What I do you mean? When does she say, I don't want to do it? Have you proposed something or tried to bring someone in and she says no? I don't get, when does she say no?
2: Um, it's a good question because it's not like we sit down and have a conversation about right. it. Right. You know, it's, um, see, like, like you, you, you nailed her earlier when you said she's, she's into, whatever she's into, she's into. Yeah, All totally. Way. Yeah. And so she has had a lot of sex and she could do it again, but she's not really into it. Right? So, It'll come up in passing, and she go, "Oh yeah, well maybe we should, you know, think about getting me a guy." And it's like, "Okay, do you want to do it or not?"
3: It seems uh, like you. It seems like you have to set up the situation, and she reacts if the situation's in front of her. Just like when you had the couple over for dinner, and it came out right. And, if that's what you really yeah. want, but
1: do you really want? Is that really what you want? I'm a little confused now talking to you because in your email it seemed like you know she was a reluctant you know, part of this sort of situation and you were really pushing it. And now when you talk, uh, there's a part of me that thinks there's you maybe aren't into it. Not, I mean, you get turned on by actually watching it, but maybe you're not into the fact that it's coming now from her and she's pushing it. Do you know what I mean? Does that, is there, is there a difference in that for you? Like it's one thing for you to bring it up and say, Hey babe, I want to see you with another guy, but now that she's talking about it, now she wants to do guys behind your back. Like, is that, an issue for you? Uh,
2: great question. Um, I don't think so. And the weird, the weird thing for me mm-hmm.
4: is
2: um, I, it's like I do love her, mm-hmm. um, but I don't feel that, um, I don't know, strong bond of, it's just she and me. It's more like we're really good friends, we have a great time, Mm-hmm. We'd love each other, like we'd support each other, that kind of stuff. But, I mean, if you t- five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago, I'd be like, you know, if a guy looks at my woman, I'd flip out.
1: Right. Oh, and I see what you're saying. You're saying that the fact that you're okay with her with other guys makes you wonder whether you're really into her in that they're bond in the it? real and, way. Exactly.
2: You know, it, that, and and listen, there is an age difference. You know, we like different things. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like I'm with somebody who I love and we're compatible. Like, right, she doesn't feel like my soulmate. Right, like, she doesn't feel like I'm with the person I'm meant to be with for the next fifty years.
1: No, that you know, it like, ma- that makes more sense because what I was most confused about was like, what guy? A lot of guys would want to be into it, and like you say, you're, you're you get turned on, and I think a lot of people would totally understand that scenario and and would be turned on by it. But most guys wouldn't want to see their wife that they love. Screw another guy and yeah, of but us.
3: I I I I so understand what he's saying though. If the, if that bond's not there, yeah, but then now the, it
1: makes sense. I'm yeah, saying before totally we sense. were talking before we yeah. got on the call, like we didn't understand, you know. I've never heard of a guy that's married that's looking for his wife. So now it makes sense that maybe there isn't that total connection as she's like your soulmate. But when you said before, you put out there before that, you said either you're going to work it out with her or you're going to leave her. Are you guys having issues now that you feel like you might be on your second divorce?
2: Um, Yes. Yes and no. I mean, but it's kind of like... Listen again. We we we've been the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I mean, mm-hmm. her personality is such that you know she. I mean, I lost I lost a ton of money in the market. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I made like most of it back, but when I when that happened, she was like, "Why did I marry an older guy? You have no money. What are you bringing to the
4: table?" Oh God! It's like she's
2: really mean, right? And, and 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 when she says stuff like that, I go, "Can you can you repeat that?" You're telling me that if I don't have money, that you wouldn't marry. Uh, come on, I mean, it, you know, even if you think that, don't tell me that. Listen,
3: yeah, she's I, not I mean, really young. I mean, she's thirty-nine.
2: <laughs> exactly. She,
3: so she's, she's not sure no sure 20 twenty-two-year-old fucking hottie running around. She's
2: thirty-nine. <laughs> and, and listen, I, I come into the you know I walk into the bedroom at night and she's watching the. I uh, Hope you guys don't like the Jersey Housewives. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that show makes my skin crawl and like it's if i, if yes, I put a sports show on if i put a sports show on she's like oh it's so rude of you i can't believe you're watching sports you know i don't like that i'm like you know it's that kind of stuff right so and so i guess it's just it, you know and these things shows,
1: obviously have chipped you like have chipped away at your feelings for her
2: Exactly, and... and I mean, because you don't have
1: big blown-out fights over shit like that. I mean, like, she says that it blows over, but maybe you hold on to it. And then these other things, when she, you know, sort of flat-out told you that other guys' dicks were bigger than yours and it was better, like, I mean it's like maybe you, instead of like really talking about those issues with her at the time and working it through and getting it out, you hold on to that stuff. And so, why wouldn't you be at a place where you feel very disconnected oh, no, with it, her? It, yeah,
2: that's a great question too. Here's what it is for me. Mm-hmm. It's like when she when this all came out, my initial reaction was you know, like, oh my God, and I didn't know this about you. and I, oh, What are you telling me about me? But I kind of sat with it and took it and ended up like um absorbing it like saying okay I'm going to use. It. okay this will be great. tell me this story. okay and I ended up accepting it mm-hmm. and then using it and, to and get like, yourself you know, off. And getting off by it.
4: Yeah. yeah. And then
2: all of a sudden she's like okay I'm not going to tell you anymore. You know it's like it's kind of like wait a minute it took me a long time to get here.
4: Yeah, you know, now, that's, now, now, now she
2: wants- me, I've been with a ton of guys, and, I, and, I, and you, uh, you were fine with it,
1: and we were kind of enjoying it, but I'm done.
3: Yeah, now like- she wants to pick up her ball and go
2: home.
1: Yeah, she's kind of controlling that way. I mean, she obviously is just thinking about her own self. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not like she was doing that for you. She was doing it well, for her. You know,
2: well, yeah, yeah, that's another good point, because what I saw in this was, regardless of what she says, and she's totally in control, I'm proud of everything I ever did, I mean... I don't think all of her experiences were great. I think guys did use her. I think she felt like maybe she got into situations that she shouldn't have gotten into. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really feel great about herself. And when it came out, and I was like, huh, and then, like the defensiveness was there. And mm-hmm. then I was like, well, tell me about it. And then I'm all into it. It was almost like therapy for her. She got it all out. She, you know, right. And the fact that her man wasn't going, what a slut you are, I'm leaving you. Mm-hmm. It made her feel better, but as soon as she felt better, she, I didn't better her anymore. Right, that, and the funny what, thing a, is, is
1: you finally got to the place where you're like, "This is like great," and now you're learning, like you said, to accept it and actually get off by it. And and she's, you know, she all wants the therapied out, change it, yeah, change <laughs> <No>. it around, <laughs>
2: exactly. She's she said done. things to me like, "Oh, well, now you're telling me when you were in dance clubs that you know that was really wasn't, wasn't really your milieu, and you didn't that, that's not where you you know would meet women." Well you seem like you might have been one of those loser guys that I wouldn't have been with. I'm like, really?
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, these things are harsh to take in, and it seems like you just take them in. I could just tell by your voice and how you talk, like, you're not a combative person. You're not arguing with her all the time. You know what I mean? Like, some guys would flip out if their girl said shit like that to them. Yeah. Um, And she's just constantly throwing this stuff, and that's probably why you guys get along, because she probably needs a guy like you, right? I mean, a a lot of guys probably would not be able to handle her.
2: Oh, she told me, and she's told me stories of her past boyfriends. She's Italian. was mm-hmm. an Italian guy for a couple of years and they ripped each other's shirts off when they were fighting. He, you know, he kicked her out of a car. I mean, it's like,
1: right. You, you, you know, seem like very passive to her. You know, you're probably like a great match for her. And what she doesn't understand if she, if you did ever dump her, if you guys do get to her, she's going to find it hard to find a guy who's so tolerant of
3: accepting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Of the way that she treats you. Cause she's kind of mean to you, um, yeah. you know, and if you don't work through that stuff, I think it builds up. And you know you have this kind of disconnected part of yourself where you feel kind of cold to her, and if you don't work on that, like you know you you can't you will be able to walk away and divorce her too.
2: Yeah, and, and again you're hitting the nail on the head because it's kind of like I can either I can work in it or, in the relationship or out of the relationship, and and I've been divorced before. I don't I don't condone divorce. I don't like divorce. I think you should work on, uh-huh. on your relationships. But it's kind of like if I'm not feeling. Yeah, you know, like we're, whatever those terms are, meant to be together. Uh-huh. And why Why am I going to kill myself, you know, to try to make it work when, again, you heard the like, thing she says to me. And, and I then, think, you know. know,
1: I think the sad thing is is she's probably not really that authentic with you and you probably don't really on some level know the real her. Like you get all this like, you know, sex stuff and all this service stuff, but like maybe she is, you know, has a big wall up still. And probably, I believe, if you guys could probably work through that and she could be, like, more vulnerable and maybe you could let your anger come out more, you know, because you're probably too passive and you hold stuff in. if you guys were probably more honest with each other about your feelings and your emotions... And stuff that you probably would feel something together because you guys have everything else. You know, I think it's hard to find someone that you have a good time with, that you love sex and that, you know, that you really get along with. Um, I think you're just missing like an authentic sort of emotional connection. And maybe it's because she's a little closed off and, you know, you allow for that.
2: I think that sounds about right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so I think, I mean, I don't know, I, I can't, I think marriage is so weird, and Tommy's married, I'm not, I'm a little bit more like your girl, and I I, I am, like, commitment phobic, so I have issues with relationships, so, you know, I don't, uh, I'm not sitting here saying, like, you should never leave your girl, you know, I believe in divorce, and sometimes you just, like, relationships go, and if you're pregnant for 10 years, I don't think that apart. that's a failure, I really don't, I think, you know, to have to spend the rest of your life with somebody is, uh, most likely not going to happen. But, you know, if you've been with someone 10 years and it's and it's time to go, it's time to go. But, I don't know, I think you should try and maybe give therapy, tr- like do something to maybe make this work. I don't think sleeping, having her fuck other guys is going to help the situation. I think that that's just maybe your weird way of getting sabotage, and you're just putting more stuff between you guys and it's more bullshit. It's like from her past. It's not really who she is. I was a very yeah. promiscuous when I was younger and I'm not anymore. And I know those kind of women. And I know that it's not gratifying. Women are very different than men. So, you know, um, I know what's behind all that. And it's a lot of defense, you know. And, she's, and if you take that down, you'd probably see a whole other side to her. And I, like I said, I don't think fucking other guys or having those stories, more of that stuff is going to help anything. That's just pushing you farther apart. So I think you should maybe try to have, like, real stories about, like, other things. Or maybe try therapy.
2: Okay. I, I think that's great advice. Um, we, we have tried therapy. We're, we're, um, uh, we've learned a lot in therapy, and mm-hmm. we're actually um, – we've got a whole lot of uh, – and she's a, she's a dharma coach. She's very spiritual, and right. she's actually helped me sort of get in tune with mm-hmm. a lot of things deep in me. We're spending as much time or more time on sort of that kind of stuff, not trying to figure out who each of us really are. And that's
1: great. That yeah. see, that's the way you should I think you should have more conversations about that. I mean, your sex is really great anyway, right? It, without those stories. Like maybe oh, you yeah. could try oh, and yeah. figure out something you know, and I suggest not going any further down that path. I wouldn't allow for the whole her having sex with other guys while you're while you're on business trips. I mean, I think once you cross that line, like, you know, it's the beginning yeah, of the end Yeah, what's next after that? I mean, it's the that, beginning of the end what, a lot he, of times, yeah. unfortunately unfortunately unless you guys like you could make it through if you connect on another level but you know i don't know i don't i don't think it will yeah, be yeah i
2: think you're right I think, I think if i was going to now that you're saying this as i think about it and really you know, talk to somebody about it mm-hmm. um i think to go down that road is like the first step toward divorce right it's sort totally of like really Absolutely. not connected. let's bring other guys in let's enjoy it for a while and then let's move on yeah, yeah and
1: i think deep down inside it's not really what she wants to do it's just the bullshit her you know what i mean she's got this bullshit side that she puts out there whenever she wants you know and i think that um she probably doesn't even want to so i think you should you know stop talking about the other guy thing and if she's mentioned something that pisses you off instead of trying to turn it into something that you'd be into tell her to go fuck herself like, be real. You know what I mean? Be authentic yeah. with her, too. Like, you should have got really mad at her when she told you that other guys' dicks were bigger than yours. You know, instead of t- turning that into something that would turn you on. You know, you should have been like, fuck you. And she probably would respect that. And you guys would probably have really well, great I, well, sex I did, after. I, I, by the way, just so you know, I <laughs> oh. did start there. Oh, okay. Like, fuck <laughs> you. And then the
2: fight, the fight turned into... Good sex. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. But right. it, the fights turned into her kind of... Bearing her soul a little bit, and then they turned into dialogue, which turned into questions, which, you know, it just kind of. Right,
1: you know, right, right, right. Like I, I say, get she it.
2: She ended up using it for therapy, so I think ultimately it was good.
1: I yes, think. totally, totally. Uh, yeah, probably. have a little, have more fights with her, less her banging other people. <laughs> that would <laughs> okay. be my advice to you because that's when she opens up to you. That's better instead of having her open up to other guys. Because you know what happens with sex—you don't know that she has these guys on the side, and then she could connect emotionally. You never know. You don't want that to happen until you're really ready. So, if I were you, I'd, I'd give your relationship a little bit more time.
2: Okay. Less i advice to heart. I, I, I really do appreciate
1: that. All right. Cool. I'm glad you called in. We're gonna we do uh, we just started doing this podcast, but we're gonna be doing every couple of months or like weeks. Um, what do they call it? Uh, where are they where now? Where are they Should, now? Yeah, Callbacks. yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll uh be emailing you. I'll let you know when this goes up, and you can listen to it, and then we will um be I'll email you to check in in a couple months and see where you guys are at.
2: Sounds great. All right. All right. I appreciate
1: your guys' time. Good luck right. with everything. Bye bye. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye bye. I liked him.
3: I really liked fun. him. You know,
1: this is that's what's so interesting. Oops. That's what's so interesting about, like, surface stuff and why people are so judgmental. Because, you know, you'd read that guy's email and think he's just a pig. I told two girlfriends, like, oh, I'm talking to a guy that wants to see his wife fuck another guy. And they're like, oh, like you know. And yeah, it, but
3: after talking to him, the wife is the pig.
1: Well, she's not even a pig. She's a damaged girl. No
3: one. No, You're right. You're right. I take that back. Point. She's not a pig. She is a dam- she's damaged girl. But that's it. It was that the biggest onion layer peel by peel story. But
1: that's what every, it was that, awesome. <laughs> no, but that's why I like doing this and this is why I like yeah. real no, regular I think people you because them out. everything isn't as is a peel back. It's rarely like what it is on the surface. It really is, you know? I think that that guy wasn't even into it. Like I we you know, it was about so many other things and that's what I find interesting.
3: I still think he should have banged the neighbor's
1: wife. He's not into it, you know. Some guys, you know, it's a rare breed, yeah. But guys like that exist. It's good to know for girls because there are some guys out there that are faithful. It's like a ten percent, <laughs> um, but he's a real faithful. I think he's just a real faithful guy. He's not into it. Yeah, and some I love how he, like I love
3: how she keeps calling him at fifty-five the old man.
1: <laughs> I thought that was and she's hilarious. thirty-nine. It's like I listen, that was hilarious. You're fucking. We threw that out there.
3: Give me a break.
1: You're going to have any 40-year-old girl who really hating you. Yeah, yeah. At least you'll get some. I feel like I'm going to get all the hate mail, and you won't. But that was very controversial. (laughs) 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 It was hilarious, though. Considering I'm in my 40s, I don't take offense to it because whatever. But, yeah, you're right. Um, But she is way older, younger than him, 15 years um 60 years I, yeah yeah
3: yeah 15 yeah
1: years. i thought it was interesting that's what i love about these calls because you just never know where they're gonna go and these guys on craigslist it's like you think it's just like freaks or weirdos but they're not the regular real people with real stuff and you know sex is always like about sex but there's always underneath stuff to figure out and that's the stuff that i like to dig into Good. interesting yeah. do you know what i mean i know what you mean so that's it. Um, I don't know. I've been, uh, I don't know who we have for our uh, next call. I think I do. Oh, I'm not talking into the mic. Yeah. I have somebody um, that's calling in next week. Let me find his email. Okay, so here's his email. His name is Jimmy. He's 28. He's single. He's looking for love advice. It says People say I'm stuck up and that's why I'm single. However, I don't see myself acting stuck up. What am I doing wrong?
3: Wait. I thought his name was going to be
1: 007. No, it is. His email is 007, but he says his name is Jimmy. I prefer 007. I'll see. I'll see what he wants to be called. Absolutely. He him. But he's just some stuck up dude.
3: What makes him? Well, we got to ask him that. What makes him stuck up? Who's, who's telling know, him and, this?
1: And what per, what stuck up person thinks that they're stuck up? I think like being stuck up means you don't even know it. Well, like, I don't know. Like, I, I find it. I don't know what he stuck means. stuck up
3: or girl stuck up?
1: No, people say I'm stuck up, and that's why I'm no, still single. No, no, no,
3: no. But can I've never heard someone refer to a guy as stuck up?
1: No, a guy can be stuck up.
4: Right. Absolutely,
1: right. anyone that's really into themselves, stuck up. I think it's like an '80s word, but me, apparently they're using again. He's <laughs> only he's only 28, so he wasn't even he was really born in the '80s. <laughs> So obviously that word is back around. It's stuck up and he's supposedly stuck up.
3: And he's not copacetic with it.
1: No, I don't know. We'll talk to him uh, next week. You said tune in. We'll, uh, we'll talk to him in a little bit next week. Awesome. <laughs> tune in. Awesome. Bye. Goodbye. Do you have a
0: story, lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone, or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, Strictly at gmail.com, with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous.
4: Strictly Anonymous.